The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, hello. And welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. Yes, I am Kat, and it's fabulous to have you here for another episode. Thank you for tuning in. Now, today's topic comes from two listener questions. And, you know, I have a rule that often says if somebody asks me something or says something or if I hear of something three times in a row, then that is obviously my signal from the universe to do it. I decided I wasn't even waiting for the third. If two people ask me to answer this particular question, then I'm going to answer it. And the question is about how do you MC events? How do you maintain that flow? How do you help deliver an awesome event. Now, I've spoken on this podcast before about how to host or how to be a moderator of a panel event. But emceeing is slightly different. When you're emceeing an event, your job, well, actually, there's a few different parts that your job is as the master of ceremonies. The first is kind of traffic cop. Your job is to make sure that people are doing what needs to be done. They're taking their seats. They're being quiet. They know what's coming up next in terms of the meal or the order of the proceedings. They know where the bathrooms are. They know where the emergency exits are. You know, so it's kind of, I often think of myself when I'm emceeing, I'm like the air hostess at the start of the flight, giving the safety instructions, but also the information about the meal, how to access the Wi-Fi, all that kind of stuff. So that's the first job as an MC. The second job when you're an MC is also to elevate the other speakers. Elevate the other speakers. And what I mean by that is giving your other speakers their opportunity, their chance to shine. And if they're nervous, if they're shaky, if they're a bit flat, your job as MC isn't to rescue them in the moment, but it's to kind of, it's to edify them afterwards and to edify them in the intro. So the whole event comes together in a, I'm watching my body as I explain this. So the whole event comes together in a smooth, enjoyable flow for your audience. Of course, another role that you take on when you're the MC is making sure that people are running to time. And this can be really difficult when you've got very enthusiastic speakers, politicians who might go over their allocated time, or award winners who are so excited when they've received their award that they tend to ramble because, oh my goodness, I never expected that I was going to win and so I haven't prepared a speech and I'd like to thank my mum and I'd like to thank my dad and I'd like to thank my friends from year five and all of that kind of thing. And so as MC, often when you're standing on the stage, you're giving both verbal cues as well as non-verbal cues, physiological cues to let your other speakers know that they need to move off. 
So how do you do that? How do you fulfill all of those roles as an MC? When I'm preparing to MC an event, the first thing I do is I get really clear around what is the purpose of this event. Now, different stakeholders will have different outcomes for the event. The number one outcome that I'm looking to tap into is why are the audience in the room? What is the value? What is the entertainment? What is the experience that the audience want to have at this event? When you're emceeing an awards event, for example, they want to celebrate. They want to be inspired. They want to see the stories of the award winners. If it's a business networking function, then people want to meet people. They want to learn something, but they don't want their time wasted. So my first tip is get really clear on what is the purpose of this event for your audience. Then you need to tap into, well, what's the purpose for the other stakeholders? So in my career, I have emceed events where there's lots of politicians speaking and they of course all have a very different purpose. Now I'm not going to be so cynical as to say that the politicians don't also want their audience to have a good time but the audi- the politicians are there to deliver a message. They want you to know that they're supporting this event or they're supporting this cause or they're supporting this community for XYZ reason. So that's their outcome and I'm keeping that in the back of my mind as I'm preparing my MC notes. What are the organisers' outcomes? What are they looking to do? For award events, interestingly enough, most organisers of award events are looking to build their reach, build their credibility, build their list, as well as deliver a thoroughly enjoyable experience. So get clear on what the outcome is. Second thing that I do is I check in with who are the other speakers and how much support as MC am I going to need to deliver? Are they professional speakers and I'm literally just the traffic cop or are they going to need a little bit more, a little bit more judging? Am I going to need to step in a little bit more to connect dots to um, almost like be a, an invisible conductor, if you like, if I, if I imagine a orchestra kind of construct? I don't necessarily do anything with that information at the moment, but I just think about it. I also then get very clear on the actual run sheet. Who is speaking when? Why are they speaking when? Is anybody speaking over the meal? Gosh, please try to avoid that at all costs. Please try to avoid that at all costs. But if you can't, because sometimes when you've got 500 people in a room and it is a meal, like particularly if it's a breakfast or a lunch, there will be a speaker who is speaking while food is being served or while plates are being cleared. Again, you don't necessarily need to do anything, but be aware of it. In terms of your run sheet, who is on the run sheet that, um, and what order there, you know, there's protocols when it comes to politicians, federal, state, and then um, local. And likewise, there's protocols as, as to whether it's the sitting member or the opposition member who gets to speak first. So make sure you're really clear on that and clear on titles and how people want to be introduced. 
be clear on your acknowledgement of country if you're in Australia or in any other country rather that um, does an acknowledgement of country and acknowledgement of the traditional people and get all those formalities clear in your mind well before you start working on all of the other pieces they're kind of like your they're your essential tent pegs that you just map out I then tap into the structures for impact model that I teach inside the impactful presenters program where even though I'm emceeing something and I'm not necessarily delivering content I'm still thinking through my beginning my middle and my end and how that's all going to flow I'm thinking through the logistics and the housekeeping for example at the beginning and how I'm going to structure that in a way that keeps everybody's attention but isn't going to be too boring I'm also thinking about traffic flows Am I going to need to stand on the stage feeling very awkward while 300 people come in and sit down and it's my job to say, come and take your seats, everyone come and take your seats? Am I going to need to shush people as we move between courses or move, move between phases? So mapping all of that out on a run sheet is really useful. I then also get very clear on what my key messages are that I want to weave through the MC or the proceedings. So again, looking at the speakers, looking at the themes, looking at the outcomes and looking at what the audience wants to get out of the event. What are my key messages that I'm either going to reiterate or connect or just theme all the way through the process? And then finally, what's my powerful close going to be? How am I going to leave people? Because as an MC, what you don't want to do is just leave the event just hanging so there's either a call to action have a fantastic night keep networking make sure you post your selfies whatever it is make be really clear on what that call to action is and what I tend to like to do is I will find a relatable or connected quote that I can deliver so there is a, a solid close to the end of the event so yeah, they're my tips for emceeing an event. It's more than just being the person who introduces the next person to speak. You're the space holder. You're, you're the face of the event. You're not often the celebrity or the ticket or the reason people have shown up, but you are the person who will hold it all together who will bookend it, you know, you're the start, you're the end and you're often the person who's connecting the dots in between and you want to be able to weave all of those pieces through and when you're really clear on your structure and when you're really clear on the outcomes and when you're clear on your key messages, then you can kind of dance with your other speakers on stage. You're not fixed, you're not stuck in a script and instead you can just weave your magic all the way through. So for Carissa and for Charlie, who are the people who have asked me the emceeing questions, I hope that was useful. For anybody else who is emceeing an event, I hope that was useful. And if you would like 
to talk about this more with me, if you'd like to riff a little bit more about this, then head over to the Speaking with Confidence Facebook group. That's Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson on Facebook. Yes, it's the companion Facebook group to this podcast. Answer a couple of quick questions and you'll get instant entry and then you can just make a post and you can ask me a question. You can say, hey, Kat, this is the event that I've got coming up in a couple of weeks. This is what I'm thinking. What do you reckon? And I'm more than happy to take some time to help you pull that together. And of course, if you don't already have it, then you do want my free ebook, How to Stop Rambling. And how you get your hands on that is by heading over to impactfulpresenters.com. That's impactfulpresenters.com to get the ebook, How to Stop Rambling. So, yep, you guessed it, you can stop rambling, stop waffling, and stop talking in circles and instead land your message every single time. Have fun emceeing those events. Easily one of my most favourite things to do. I love emceeing events. Often it's a great opportunity to get your heels out and get the evening gown out, but also it's just a fantastic opportunity to weave some magic between some other awesome people. So have fun and use confidence.